Hey guys, I went to the gym today and I got some tea and we're just jumping right into this thing today. It's pretty funny too because the plan was for me to start talking about if you can or can't be friends with your exes. And then one of my exes that I'm definitely not friends with decided he wanted to make a pit stop into my life. And this is the same ex that is the star of season one episode, A Deep Cut, part one and two. And then he makes another appearance in the random invitation. For those of you who either don't remember or didn't listen to those episodes, here's a quick backstory to catch you up. Basically, I dated this guy for all of two weeks before he asked me to be his girlfriend. Super quick, I know, but I said yes. And we dated for two weeks as boyfriend and girlfriend before he dumped me out of the blue over the phone for no apparent reason whatsoever. I had just met his entire family. None of them live in the Philadelphia area, FYI. And he was planning a trip for us to go to Chicago together. He had asked me to move in with him when his lease was up in a few months. And then, bam, out of nowhere, he calls me, literally calls me, and tells me he doesn't want to do it, but that he has to break up with me. It hurts him so much to do it, but he just, he has to break up with me. So there you go. Long story short, he blocks my number, blocks me on Instagram, deletes me on Snapchat. So we have absolutely no contact whatsoever. And this was January of 2019. It's been over a year since we've broken up. Let me make that clear. Like literally a year since we've actually spoken. Okay, so fast forward a little bit to about October of 2019, maybe like late September, where the episode A Random Invitation comes into play. This is when my ex decides he's going to match with me on a dating app, the same dating app that we met on, and then asked me to go to Cancun with him on Thursday when he's asking me to go on Tuesday. So that would have given me all of two days to prepare myself. Like He literally messaged me on a dating app and was like, hey, do you want to go to Cancun with me Thursday? And it was Tuesday. That's normal, right? But I didn't end up going, and he unmatched me, never even texted me about it, whatever. Now let's get to the present. I'm not sure if I've told you that as of about October, not long after my ex asked me to go to Cancun, Steph and I joined City Fitness, which is where he goes. So yes, we go to the same gym and I see him a decent amount of the time, which would be fine. It's been so long that it really doesn't bother me, but apparently it bothers him. What makes it not fine is that he literally ignores my entire presence while I'm there. Not that he needs to go out of his way to say hello, but if we pass each other, you can give a head nod or something so subtle, but like at least shows that you can be a good person. One time we both had our heads down on our cell phones or something and we literally bumped into each other and I was just like, oh, hey, and kept walking. But he couldn't even do that. He literally ran away from me. Like, okay, dude, I do exist. We used to date and you used to tell me how much I meant to you like every second of every day. And now I'm just a ghost. Sure. It's not like I'm the one that broke up with him. I should be the one that's uncomfortable by it. But I'm literally not. And it's so annoying because Steph and I go to the gym together and she'll watch him follow me around in the gym. He perfectly places himself in my mirror so that I can see him or has to use a machine that's right next to us. There's no need for it. The gym is big enough for both of us. 
there's been a few times that he's hit on girls in front of me, which wouldn't bother me except for how he does it. One day, he brought a girl into the gym with him with matching gym clothes. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. She was wearing a full camo matching outfit, and he had on camo shorts. Then the next day, he goes up to a girl on a machine and full-on hits on her right in front of me. Okay, cool. Now I see you talking to multiple girls at the same time. Let me tell you how much that makes me want to be with you. It doesn't. So... All of this is a factor, but he's not there all the time, so it's cool. It really doesn't mean anything to me at this point. I'm just there to work out. But then there's always a but. Just when I think it's over, it's never over. Steph and I became friends with a couple of the people that work at the gym. One of them is actually going to be a guest on Who Hurt You Soon, so make sure to listen into that one. He's going to talk about topics like his opinion on fit girls, how to pick someone up on the gym and more that you'll just have to come back for later. Before I say this, my ex also liked Steph on a dating app, and he never messaged her, but, like, I told her, like, you have to message him. He knows who you are. We both go to the gym at the same time. Like, he's not stupid. He's doing it on purpose. And she messaged him, like, something asking about tattoos, and he never responded. So that was kind of a bummer. I wish I could have seen what he would have said. But so my future guest knows the story of me and my ex. He also has a serious girlfriend, which is important to mention so that everyone can realize that this is simply a platonic friendship. Okay, so I go into the gym and get through my workout like normal. Then I go to talk to my friend for a little like usual. All of a sudden, he's like, yo, your ex-man is really weirding me out. Look, and he shows me his phone and my ex followed him on Instagram, then liked a few of his pictures from way back, including one of my guests and his girlfriend, and then proceeded to unfollow him. My friend and my ex have never talked. My guest literally said that my ex doesn't even look at him. But guess what? I talk to my friend every day, and my ex has no idea who he is or what he is. In my book, that means my ex was sending some sort of message, but like, why? We broke up over a year ago, and you broke up with me. You've wanted absolutely nothing to do with me. You haven't done so much as say hello or wave to me, let alone have any entitlement over what I do in my personal life. Then I go home, and I'm on my Instagram just being the person I am and mindlessly going through the people who viewed my story. I'll reiterate that my ex has me blocked for a year now. And I'm going through names. All of a sudden, my ex's Instagram handle pops up. Now I'm confused because he blocked me. And when you block someone, you can't see their stuff either. So first off, he shouldn't be able to see my Instagram story. But I also shouldn't be able to see that he saw my Instagram story. So what the hell? Then I click on his name and his account's always public. And I can see all of his stuff. What the actual hell? After being blocked for a year, I'm now able to see all of this? And for what reason? Tell me if I'm being crazy or overthinking this, but sadly, I really don't think I am. I'll keep you guys posted on what happens next. The saga continues. Such is my life. Such is why I have this thing called a podcast. Please tell me who hurt you. I really just need to know.
Well, now that we super sidetracked, let's get back into something more upbeat. I'll let you know that this weekend sent me through a straight whirlwind. Expect the unexpected is all I can really say. I'm not mad about it by any means. Steph and I both had separate plans, but we came home Saturday night and ended up cuddling with Barkley in my bed. Hence, you should know it was a good night for both of us. Our lease is ending soon, and we're gradually getting more and more upset that we're moving out. I, like, seriously don't know what I'm going to do. Be depressed? That's what? Depression 24-7? Pizza and ice cream that I'm not supposed to eat? Locked in my bedroom with Netflix and dog cuddles? I guess it sounds like a plan to me. That's going to be my life. Let's talk about what we were supposed to talk about today. Being friends with exes. Some people are totally against it, but I honestly don't have an issue with it. I think it really depends on the situation. If the ex is toxic and you cannot speak to them without getting sucked back in, then I agree. They should be cut out completely. No one needs that kind of negativity in your life, and I don't necessarily think that going back and forth in a relationship is going to make it much better or fix the issues at hand, especially if it's the same thing over and over again. That's not to say that going back to someone isn't totally out of the picture. It works for some and not others. Again, it depends on the re- on the relationship and the people. I'm personally friends with both types of exes. The type that broke up with me and the type that I broke up with. There's one guy I dated for a long time and I broke up with him because it just wasn't going to work out. That's a different story for a different day. But overall, he was a great person and nothing bad really happened between us. We were also young at the time and are totally different people now, so I don't see the harm in being friends. We didn't talk for a few months post-breakup, but once we both got over everything and were able to mature and become just friends afterwards, he and I are probably the closest out of all of my exes. Not that we talk all the time, but if one of us needed something, we'd definitely be willing to help out. He's also still connected to my family because we were together for so long. Like, we'll check on each other and maybe give each other a call once in a blue moon, but that's about it for the most part. He also has a girlfriend now, so I don't see what the issue is. This might be weird to some people or even freak some people out. Freak People that I'm dating sometimes freak out about it. But really, it should be evident in how I act towards the person that I'm actually dating that I want to be with them. And if they don't trust me, that's another issue in itself that has nothing to do with me being friends with my ex. On the other hand, I'm also friends with an ex that broke up with me. This is the ex actually who cheated on me. We've also known each other for so long, though, that once I got over what happened, it didn't really matter anymore and I was able to move past it. We definitely don't talk often, if ever, other than if we were to run into each other somewhere, maybe around home. But I think it's nice that I'm able to not be on bad terms with him. When you're negative about something, no matter what it is, you waste so much of your energy, and I just don't think it's worth it. There are so many other issues out there that if you let all of your exes consume your hatred, you won't have room to care about something that's actually important in your life. I also think it shows who someone is as a person based on how they speak about their ex. Everyone has their own stuff. 
But in the end, you chose to be with that person for a reason. There was a time when they knew you better than anyone else. And when you talk badly about them, you're not only disrespecting them, but you're disrespecting yourself as well. No one was trying to make you be with them. You put yourself with them. You did it yourself. I always end up saying that even though whatever guy I was dating ruined me in some way, that doesn't make him a bad person. Relationships don't always work out, and that's okay. Once you get past the hurt, you'll figure it out, unless something drastic happens, like one of my best friend's exes. He is scum after what he put her through, and I will never let her forget it. But she did go back to him a couple times, and every time she went back, I told him, he's terrible, please leave him, and guess what? The same thing would happen again, and finally, she's out of it, and they will never be friends because it's just not possible, so I understand that aspect of it, too. I have some fun stuff coming up. Steph and I are going to Cancun, and we can't wait. It's going to be a blast. We are trying to decide on a place to go. And neither of us have ever been to Cancun, so why not go down to Mexico when it's freezing in Philly? Well, I don't know if I should say freezing because the weather we've been having this year is so whack. It was literally 57 degrees today, but this past weekend it was like 30. Not that I'm complaining because it should be way colder than what it is right now, but Steph and I are trying to plan a bunch of trips because she is leaving me for a full year come January, so... Gotta get our time in together while we can. We're also talking about booking a trip to Vegas with some of our other friends for later in the summer. I really want to do Vegas with my girls while I'm still young enough to handle it. I feel like Vegas is one of those places you just need to do up while you can. There's quite a few other places on my travel list, Nashville being very high on the list, and New Orleans. NOLA, baby, I gotta get there but not during Mardi Gras. I think it would be too wild for me to handle. Can I also just take a minute to complain about this week's episode of The Bachelor? Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Ham Towns, just FYI, I swear Peter is so idiotic sometimes. He literally kept Victoria when he didn't even meet her family, but Kelsey has been so open and honest and, I don't know, doesn't when someone, like, walks away from a conversation doesn't that isn't that an issue for you I can't imagine keeping someone who willingly walks away from you while having a conversation because it just shows they're not mature enough to have the conversation in general and then for her to attack him as if he was the one pinning her in some terrible situation but really he's just trying to figure out which one of you guys is the least crazy so like give the man a break I love this show so much, but I just don't know about the season's group of ladies. It's interesting to say the least. I feel like none of them are friends, which I don't understand because what are the actual odds that you're going to get picked by The Bachelor? But these girls that you're with all the time could be your friends for life. Sure, you're there for The Bachelor, but you could also develop friendships in your time off doing absolutely nothing but sitting by the pool. Okay, so I also went to Sephora this weekend. I finally got to see my little from my sorority back in the day for the first time in a while. So we went to brunch and then we went into the city to go shopping for a little and I had run out of a few things. So I needed to get foundation 
And girls, you all know that you should probably mark down what color you're already using if you're going to buy the same type of foundation before you go to the store. Well, I totally forgot to do that. I had a blonde moment right there. And so I go to the store and I'm just like putting all of these colors on my hands to try and tell if it's going to work. So I bought a foundation and it's going to, it's, it's got to be like five shades too dark. So I can't decide if I actually want to take it back or if I just want to suck it up and be a little bit darker toned in my face than I would be until summer hits because it'll probably look good in the summer. But I've also been using this tanning lotion to get ready for Cancun because I don't want to be super, super pale when I get there. And it's been working really, really well. I posted an Instagram picture and people were like, why are you so tan? Like, are you getting a spray tan? Are you going to a tanning bed? I'm like, no, I don't go to tanning beds and I'm not paying for spray tans all the time. But this tanning lotion stuff is working pretty well, except that my hands and like the calluses on my hands from the gym are literally orange. And that's pretty gross, but it's fine. It's under my hands. You can't see it. So maybe with the tan, the foundation will look okay on my face. I'm not really sure. I guess we're going to find out because I'm probably too stubborn to actually go back and take it back. But that's a me problem. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Don't forget to go to my Instagram and follow at who underscore hurt you. Go follow, spread the word. The best promo we get is through word of mouth. So I really appreciate you guys telling your friends about us, posting on your stories, whatever it may be. So thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys again soon. I hope you're excited to hear from our guest star. Bye, guys.